0: And we have to really escalate the noise we make so that we'll be heard. Welcome to Gay USA. I'm Andy Hum. I'm Ann Northrup. How about that, Joe Biden?
1: <laughs> I was astonished. What well,
0: a guy! <laughs> he did urge the passage of the Equality Act and support explicitly for trans youth. And then Sarah Huckabee Sanders, governor of Arkansas, in her Republican response, promoted cruelty and bigotry. It was bracing.
1: It, it was. A, it, 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 both sides were astonishing. I, it's very hard for me to come to grips with the reality of Sarah Huckabee Sanders as governor of anything. But there she is. Meanwhile, uh, George Santos was uh, not invisible. His criminality and grotesqueness just gets worse. And uh, what we saw last night was Mitt Romney calling him out to his face.
0: In Oklahoma, activists uh, occupied the state capitol to protest anti-trans bills.
1: And the right wing found an angle on that, too. Uh, there is a campaign now to remount the canceled lesbian-themed high school production in Florida.
0: A pope, an English archbishop, and a Scottish church leader get on a plane from Africa and talk gay.
1: (laughs) It certainly does sound like a joke. Our out gay ambassador to Hungary is drawing fire for being who he is.
0: And Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S., you might have seen her at the State of the Union uh, earlier in the week, was speaking out for gay rights, well, LGBTQ rights. Uh,
1: a study has found that anal cancer in HIV-positive gay men is, uh, is diminishing, but uh, we're still urged to exercise screening to prevent it.
0: The Grammys made LGBTQ history.
1: All over the place. And Andy will review uh, Nora Burns' production, The Village, a disco musical.
0: At Dixon Place. So, the president, uh, quite a feisty speech. I had people calling me who, you know, are, oh, I can't stand Biden. Why doesn't he stop running? Oh, okay, they were thrilled with it.
1: Well, it's a big surprise. It's usually the biggest snore of the year. You have to be a real geek to want to watch it. Uh, as news people, we feel we have to watch it. The The previous highlight was Nancy Pelosi tearing up Trump's speech at the end of his one of his performances. But last night was a killer. It was just it was fun. It was uh, exciting. It well, you was- know,
0: I was always fond of watching Prime Minister's questions from Britain where. the the prime minister gets up and the opposition is right across there asking questions and challenging and hooting and hollering. And, you know, that's kind of what it was like. And Biden was totally prepared for that and performed very well.
1: Yeah. And as some have said, I think this uh, poked a hole in the story that he's too old uh, because he really was very quick on his feet and very well-spoken and very on top of things. Uh, I like the uh, clear political decision of topics to emphasize. There are a lot of things he didn't talk about that we might complain about. But what he did talk about,
0: I think, was well chosen and well said. And if you were wondering how old he is, uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders said, I'm 40 and he's 80. I mean, it was just it was just too much.
1: Well, she clearly needs a little more seasoning. Maybe 40 years from now, she'll be as smart about these things as he is, because she certainly uh, isn't
0: now. But look, we we always wait to see, uh, you know, how a president is going to address our issues in the course of the speech. And we did get a shout out. Let's run it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it. But let's also pass... It's also passed the Bipartisan Equality Act to ensure LGBTQ Americans, especially transgender young people, can live with safety and dignity. Our strength. Our strength is not just the example of our power, but the power of our example. Let's remember the world's watching. And I was watching, of course, when the camera cut to uh, Kirsten Sinema, the independent now senator from Arizona, who gets up and applauds the Equality Act when she's the person who blocked uh, removal of the filibuster from the Senate, which would have allowed the passage of the uh, uh, Equality Act, which the House passed last year under Nancy Pelosi.
1: Well, it was sort of a shocker to suddenly see that Apparition in uh, yellow—that was unexpected. She's a big
0: hypocrite. That's all. Well,
1: those those C-SPAN directors and camera people who were covering all the uh, Kevin McCarthy speaker votes so brilliantly and beautifully are clearly sitting in the chairs last night uh, catching those sights. I look. I I am not a fan of Kirsten Cinema. Never have been. Uh, but I think it is uh, possible to both support something and not support a particular well, method together.
0: We, we, we were kind of helpful when she came in. We reported her. All we knew about her was that she was an out bisexual and a, and a Democrat. Uh,
1: some of us had been following her a little more closely and knew a little well, but more. When she clearly.
0: was first elected to the Senate, we were we were down on her. No, I don't think we were. I look, I specifically went
1: to an LPAC uh, fundraiser and objected to the fact that they were funding her. Uh, I were ahead of
0: your time.
1: <laughs> I hope so. But uh, but she's always been a little problematic. But just when you've given up on her, she comes up with something that saves her. So it's...
0: Uh, anyway, whatever. the president also spoke up against school bullying. He spoke out for the Respect for Marriage Act. Um, he uh, he also spoke up for the PEPFAR, PEPFAR program that funds international HIV AIDS programs, which is now 20 years old. And, and uh, in the category of things he could have talked about... He
1: could have talked about all the violent attacks on these drag story hours, the proud boys showing up with rifles, uh, the right wing assaults uh, on uh, the whole community, uh, starting with Ron DeSantis in Florida and the way that is spreading like wildfire. He could have spent a lot of time on all of that, but he has to pick and choose. Uh, I felt that his references to us were a little bit of a throwaway, but certainly better than nothing
0: and And uh, Ms. Sanders from Arkansas uh, attacked Biden for uh, siding with people who can't even say what a woman is.
1: Uh, the- and talked about uh, making children hate each other on the basis of race and bragging about outlawing uh, uh, s- critical race theory education in her state of Arkansas. It was just a hateful, hateful, Uh, response that she gave that was so angry uh, and so illegitimate and- uh, And they loved
0: it at Fox News.
1: Well, they may have, but I can't imagine the audience for that as doing anything but shrinking. It it was shocking. We
0: can only hope, otherwise we're in real trouble. And uh, Mitt Romney got angry when he ran into George Santos, uh, sitting right on the aisle so he could shake the president's hand, Uh, Telling him he didn't belong in Congress, that he's an embarrassment and an ass. Um, Strong words from a Mormon. He He got
1: blocked from shaking the president's hand. Some uh, Republican woman representative stepped in front of him just as the president was coming by, and Santos was not able to shake the president's
0: hand. And Romney told NBC that Santos is a sick puppy. (laughs) Santos then tweeted to Romney You're never going to be president. It's, just, it's grade school. Well, uh, uh, that was shocking that he
1: would be so uh, aggressive in his response to Romney. Uh, but wow. Santos was making news for another reason uh, last week, and that had to do with his uh, jewelry.
0: Uh, All right. There he is. He's wearing that AR-15 pin. Couldn't be more disgusting. Uh, let's go over what the AR-15 has been used for. Slaughter 49 people at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, 58 in Las Vegas in 2017, 27 little kids and their teachers at Sandy Hook Elementary in 2012, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Despicable.
1: Uh, completely. Uh, but there was some, I, I wish I could remember who, there was another representative who had a supply of these pins and was offering them to his colleagues. Uh, And Santos was one who took the pin and put it on his lapel. Well, I mean, you know, what is the the point of that?
0: And the president spoke out strongly for an assault weapons ban, which we used to have in this country. And of course, these—it's absolutely nuts that we're the only country that uh, civilized country that doesn't.
1: By the way, uh, Pete Buttigieg is uh, sort of mildly in the presidential race conversation uh, in. Because, in fact, he did better in a New Hampshire poll than uh, Biden did a couple of weeks ago. But he has said very explicitly that uh, he's not considering that. And he has also uh, said that he is ruling out running for the open Senate seat in Michigan in 2024, where he now has property and is is voting from.
0: Finishing up on Santos. We don't know how credible this is, but someone who interviewed for a job there accused him of sexual harassment, which... Santos categorically denies. He used that language, which is the same thing he said. When he was uh, told, uh, people reported that he was a drag queen, which of course he was, they had film on that. He also made uh, illegal use of campaign funds to pay personal rent, They're not allowed to do that. And he diverted tens of thousands to a gay right-wing group called the Liberty Education Forum, which claims to work uh, to uh, help LGBTQ people in the Middle East. <laughs> But thousands also went for Santos and Friends to attend their $600-a-head gala that was headlined by Melania Trump and uh, RNC chair uh, uh, Ronna McDaniel. And there's more reporting on the fraud. at his unregistered uh, animal rescue charity. So
1: shall we uh, move to the states and the good and bad things?
0: Well, I, well, I want to do a couple. I think we should talk about that decision from the uh, uh, Not decision. The Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, um, uh, a three judge panel, are now weighing uh, a a Texas federal judge's order barring the EEOC from pursuing LGBTQ bias claims against employers who have religious exemptions. This is called Braidwood Management Services, uh, which has 70 employees and says we would not employ gay or transgender employees. It's not a religious organization. Um, No one has sued them. So, do they have standing? Well, one of the one of the judges, Republican, said, "You know, you're reading the Bostock decision out of existence. Anybody can say I'm opposed to this, and they can opt out of what the Supreme Court said." But the other two judges were like, "Well, you know, it's pre-enforcement. It's but it's ripe for review, and uh, you know, they're always looking out for religion and never looking out for us." And yes. the, other, the other Fifth Circuit decision, which does affect uh, LGBTQ people. Um, They issued the most radical Second Amendment decision in U.S. history, saying uh, our ancestors would never have accepted disarming domestic abusers because domestic abuse was not a crime. Well,
1: let's let's take a step back on that. The law that was passed that was being challenged uh, was barring people who had been convicted of domestic abuse from owning guns. So uh, the right wing went into court and because they defend all gun ownership and use and said, uh, no, that's not legitimate. And the court said, well, you know, you're right, because in the 18th century, uh, it was not illegal to beat your wife or shoot her, I guess. So uh, or at least own a gun, no matter what you had done to her. Uh, so clearly the uh, Constitution does not prohibit people from owning guns just because they're domestic abusers. And uh, so therefore we're getting rid of this law.
0: Believe it or not, uh, court watchers think this is something that uh, the Supreme Court will not uphold because of what Roberts and Gore and um, uh, Kavanaugh, I think it is, have said about this before. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, all this stuff is going to end up in the Supreme Court, including the Colorado trans cake, uh, and we'll see where they come down. But we are on certainly on a uh, potential path to a theocracy, uh, wiping out non. Well, why don't we get a
0: new form of government? What are we waiting for? All right, they're not waiting in Oklahoma on Monday. LGBTQ activists and allies gathered at the state capitol building. There they are to protest bills that would ban gender-affirming care for those under 26 and further restricted for minors, uh, out-trans legislator in Oklahoma, State Representative um, Maury Taylor said, I live and work in a body where I could come to work on a Monday morning and get a death threat just for showing up as black, trans, Muslim, and gender diverse in Oklahoma. It was a peaceful protest. Uh, but anti-trans activists such as Chaya Rechik, uh, the who's obsessed with us over there on the libs of TikTok, called them insurrectionists and domestic terrorists. There was no clash with the police, no violence, and uh, they weren't armed with anything more than a plea for justice.
1: Yeah. I mean, the right wing said, hey, you prosecute the January 6th people uh, who attacked the Capitol. How is this any different? Look at that mob. And the answer is they weren't breaking windows. They weren't uh, bashing cops. They weren't breaking into offices. They were just holding a demonstration on public property.
0: Uh, in Ver- in Virginia- right. Go ahead.
1: Good news from Virginia. The Virgi- uh, Virginia House Committee killed six anti-trans youth bills. They were around medical care for trans youth and school sports, uh,
0: accessibility. So- in The House uh, of Delegates has a narrow Republican majority. Well, they killed these bills. And, uh, and but, in the Senate there, which has a narrow Democratic majority, uh, they approved a resolution to repeal the amendment to the state constitution prohibiting same-sex marriage. It passed 25 to 14 in a bipartisan vote. Uh, last, uh, month, uh, They passed a separate bill also to make same-sex marriage legal. Now, this needs approval in both chambers in two sessions. And last year, the House of Delegates under Republican control voted to reject it.
1: In South Dakota, the House there passed a bill to forbid gender-affirming care for trans youth. They've gone back and forth on these bills, but that is advancing in South Dakota. This is, you know...
0: There are 276 bills now. The number keeps growing. And go to the ACLU.org as one of the sources to find out what's going on in your state and try doing something about it. Because, you know, as Ann just talked about in Virginia, they were able to beat some of these things back in a Republican-controlled House of the legislature.
1: Well, please get to work in Wyoming where the Senate has passed uh, a bill that makes – Medical trans medical care for youth a felony uh, that is making its way through the Wyoming legislature. Uh, in uh, oh, good news in New York State, uh, the state legislature passed the ERA, yes.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and and that includes and that includes explicitly sexual orientation and gender identity now. It does.
1: And it's been through the legislature the requisite number of times. It will be on the ballot in 2024 for the
0: voters to. I oppose. remember when it was on the ballot in the 70s and New York voters voted down the Equal Rights Amendment. And In that case, it just covered the category of sex.
1: In Montana, the House is moving along a bill to allow all medical practitioners to refuse care uh, for uh, tr- for anything on the basis of conscience. They can refuse to serve LGBTQ patients. They can refuse to have anything to do with trans uh, medical care. They can refuse anybody for anything. Uh,
0: and, as- and can... Progressive people not serve conservatives because we object to them or something? Is that, is that well, the case? it would
1: be interesting to try to throw that in their face, but it may be, uh, as my mother would have said, cutting off your nose to spite your
0: face. Uh, That's getting bad. In, in Orange County, uh, California, right-wingers took over the school board there. They ousted the progressive superintendent and they put in their stooge, who probably eliminated the district uh, e-book app. Uh, lest students actually learn anything. Uh, Now they're forming a committee to review content before opening it up again, Uh, but they didn't consult the teachers. One book was complained about, A Polar Bear in Love, about a male polar bear who asks to marry a male baby seal when he's older. Um, Now it sounds a little kinky, but nothing really salacious. And it turns out the book wasn't even on the app. And the actual plot of the book is a polar bear falls in love with a seal and the seal thinks the polar bear is trying <laughs> to eat it. <laughs> it. It all does look a little
1: questionable. <laughs> Cross-species love, age. And this and is, and so therefore
0: all e-books are banned <laughs> in our county.
1: I don't know. That's a, That's a little frightening. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, really frightening is what happened to a trans doctor in Shreveport, Louisiana, Dr. Tiffany Najberg, a trans woman who, after she transitioned in the middle of her medical career, uh, some medical, uh, uh insurers like, uh, Medicare and Medicaid, uh, just continued to reimburse her patients for their costs, but Aetna, Cigna, and Humana insurance companies refused suddenly to reimburse uh, bills from her office because she had transitioned. Putting they, her
0: putting her heavily into debt. Yeah. So she got a petition up, and she got uh, like uh, twelve thousand signatures and got media attention. And they've agreed they they've agreed to back pay the claims, although she had not gotten anything yet. Um, so uh, she's been in trouble. She had used all
1: her life savings, had to set up a GoFundMe account uh, and uh, had to drop her own insurance coverages because she couldn't afford them. They, she had changed her name when she transitioned and they wouldn't recognize it. Now they've reached this settlement with her, but man, they put her through the ringer. What was the point of that?
0: Well, they put these as we've told you the students in uh, uh, Jacksonville, Florida high school there uh they were they had mounted a production of Paula Vogel out lesbian playwright's play Indecent, which had been uh on Broadway. It has a lesbian theme it's it's, it's um and it, at the performing arts high school there uh and um now, Paula and others are working on remounting the play now. They've been threatened if they do it in the high school. So they might have to take it off campus, but they're but they're looking at bring it up. The dramatists guild is siding with them, and they're upset about the fact that the musical by William Finn, out gay writer, uh, the twenty-fifth annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, one of the most produced play, play uh, musicals in high schools ever. Well, they went after this. Um now in Middlefield, Ohio. Now in Florida, the principal cited uh, Vogel's play in decent, mature content, and had them, wants them to do The Seagull by Chekhov, this, <laughs> which is more appropriate. A play that deals with sexual desire and infidelity and concludes for the suicide. Maybe he thinks it's about a bird. <laughs> uh, uh, and, you know, a lot of this is based on one parent objecting, or, you know, that it's vulgar. Oh, with spelling bee, uh, one parent said, uh, it's vulgar. It, uh, it has a reference to Jesus that I don't like and a character that has two dads. So ban it. Uh,
1: it it's only escalating, folks. And that's why I, I do wish that Biden had said something about all this in the State of the Union. But uh, I will settle for a big speech from him in the near future about all of this, where he has some kind of big audience. Have to wait for Pride Day. Oh God! I hope not. Uh, in Salt Lake City, Utah, an armed armed contingent of Proud Boys, Proud Boys, uh, threatened a monthly drag story hour that has been going on for years. They show up. They brandish their weapons. They're all in camo. They're uh, this is what parents want for their kids for this crowd to show up and threaten them like this. Mm-hmm. The FBI well, is helping investigate attacks now on uh, on bars and libraries and schools that hold drag story hours. Uh, too little, too late, I hope. Yeah,
0: and these groups go after council members in New York who who have funded uh, yeah. drag time story hour. Well,
1: that's just Missouri where the FBI is investigating. Right. By the way,
0: um, so we got pictures of these three uh, city council members. That's Crystal Hudson of Brooklyn and. Shakar Krishnan of Queens and our own Eric Botcher, who lives right behind us here at London Terrace. And uh, they say our response is we're going to increase funding for the program. Um, Krishnan has been subject to 11 protests, two at his home. He said far-right extremism must be taken more seriously. It begins by reframing and rethinking how we think about these things. This is not about, this is not protests. This is harassment and intimidation.
1: It is. It's a physical attack. Uh, You know, I've been out there watching this happen, and it's scary. It is really scary.
0: Well, I did have a viewer come up to me on the street and say, now you were complaining about the vandalism of these people uh, chalking the sidewalk in front of Eric's house. And uh, he said, that's not vandalism. We did that and act up all the time.
1: Well, we didn't call <laughs> people groomers and pedophiles uh, and with chalking in front of their house. We did put a condom oh, well, on Jesse Helms.
0: Maybe murderers.
1: <laughs> That's an entirely different thing. Uh, the condom on Jesse Helms' house may have been a little cheeky, but uh, I, I refuse the comparison. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, in Kansas City. A Christian K-8 through school, the Envision School, has now lost funding and had to close because they have talked openly about their support for LGBTQ kids. Uh, A Christian school, they've been doing it for years. They've been a very progressive school this way. And they finally started talking about it more openly. And boom, the funding disappeared and the school has had to close.
0: More on religion later. Very, Um, very Christian. In New York City, we've told you about a series of robberies and druggings, including killings of patrons of gay bars and some non-gay venues in New York. Now, this is not exactly part of that. Two two guys outside the Eagle Bar right in our neighborhood here, um, we have a wanted poster of the alleged perpetrator. They lure inebriated customers leaving the bar into a car, hold their phones up to their faces to open up the phones through facial recognition and then use the phones to make unauthorized purchases. Uh, they robbed these guys of a thousand to five thousand dollars in October and November and a man and a woman also at, a, at the hotel at a hotel in New York, uh, at the Hotel Chantel. So uh, this is not not related to the druggings and killings, but it's the same kind of M.O., watching people come out of bars importuning them, uh, uh, maybe drugging them, uh, and uh, robbing them and not caring if they die. So the newest thing to
1: add to your list of protective moves is disable facial recognition on your phone before you go to a situation like this.
0: Where you're going to drink, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, I actually want to uh, throw in a couple of pieces of good news. Uh, we've been watching Pennsylvania and special elections that were held there yesterday. We're, we're taping on Wednesday. This was a Tuesday special election for uh, uh, House seats in Pennsylvania. Now, Pennsylvania's legislature, it's two uh, uh, sections of the legislature have been Republican-controlled for a long time. They've had a Democratic governor, and they have a new Democratic governor, but the, the legislature has been very Republican. Well, the Democrats won all three House seats that were up for the special election and have now taken a very slim marginal wow. of, of control in the House. That's and one, one of the newly elected three is... Uh, Abigail Salisbury, Jewish, bisexual uh, with autism and a lawyer. And that makes her the second female bisexual with autism in the state house.
0: All right. Take it over. What about what about the other chamber? uh,
1: The uh, Senate in Pennsylvania is still controlled by the Republicans, But with a Democratic governor and a Democratic House now, they think that they can get some things accomplished that they couldn't before. I've forgotten the details, but they're, you know, it's definitely progress. Um, Also, we want to congratulate uh, the, (laughs) if we can say anything positive about TikTok these days, the the chief operating officer is uh, uh, V. Pappas, formerly known as Vanessa, who has come out as non-binary and pansexual, lives with her female partner and two kids, and will use the pronouns they, them, and she, her. Chief uh, Operating Officer
0: well, of TikTok. Last year, TikTok said it will ban misgendering, dead naming, misogyny, and conversion therapy content.
1: And what do the Chinese owners have to say about all that? Yeah. <laughs> now right. you wanted to. Oh, we uh, we lost another uh, trans woman, uh, Zaki Imami Tweetaho, a an immigrant from Rwanda. She came here uh, four years ago, twenty six years old, shot dead near her job by a fifty
0: eight year old coworker. They both worked at this J B Swift meatpacking place. Uh, yeah. The suspect was another employee who turned himself in. Uh, she immigrated to the U.S. in 2019,
1: and I was gone. What Um, an outfit that was. Now,
0: we told you about the passing of Charles Silverstein, the famous eminent psychologist who, one of the leaders of the fight to get us out of the Index of Mental Disorders at the American Psychiatric Association in 1973. We have a picture of that crew when they were celebrating. So there's Ron Gold, left to right, Ron Gold, Charles Silverstein, uh, Frank Kameny and Barbara Giddings. What a crew. Uh, that, that's a Mount Rushmore uh, for our community. Uh, now, um, and I wrote him up for the Gay City News, and I'll send the link out for that. But I read more about his campaign to do this. He was only a graduate student at the time. He was just starting out. He he wasn't even a licensed psychologist until the next year. And he was a member of the Gay Activist Alliance, and they zapped uh, the, uh, the psychiatrists and... Um, He was the one to give the speech to the nomenclature committee, which was going to decide this. And what he said to them was to continue to to classify homosexuality as a disorder is as valid today as was the diagnosis of masturbation in the 1942 edition. We have paid the price for your past mistake. Don't make it again. And the other thing he said was. Dr. Robert Spitzer, a very famous researcher who was on the committee, had not been in the room when they did the ZAP and was sympathetic, he helped guide it all through because it was a divided vote among the psychiatrists. People like Charles Saccharides went ape when this happened and demanded a whole vote of the the membership, and they squeaked it through. He said, if Spitzer hadn't been there, this might have taken years.
1: And they went through all sorts of maneuvers about how they did the ZAP so that they uh, could get some sympathy. It ended up being a sort of 60-40 vote uh, to uh, change the diagnosis. Uh, Socharides, I think, was quite shocked that he lost the vote. Uh, But it's a great story. And you're right. Great, great, great heroes. All of them. Yes. And all gone. All gone.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, this was 1973. Charles died at 87. Yeah. All right, international news. So again, a Catholic and Anglican and the Presbyterian tour Africa and then get on a plane. We're talking about the Pope, Francis, Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, and the moderator of the Church of Scotland, Ian Greenshields, on their way home from South Sudan. They've That's
1: Welby in the red on the right, uh, Greenshields in the white with the uh, the necklace and the Pope, of course, sitting down there.
0: I, uh, very easy to pick out in a crowd. Yeah. Um, they reiterated on the plane their denouncement of the criminalization of homosexuality and said gay people should be welcomed by their churches. Gay people might feel, feel a little welcome if these religions did their weddings, which the Church of Scotland does, by the way. Yes. Um, uh, Francis uh, said to, consent, to condemn someone like this is a sin, an injustice. And be said that the Lambeth Conference, which they're uh, going to have, Um, has uh, uh, twice come out against criminalization, but said, it's really not changed anybody's minds. You know, an Anglican bishop in South Sudan, Abraham Duat, uh, isn't budging. It is better for you to get two wives than to become a gay, he said.
1: Well, I'm glad we know the formula. Uh, Welby was quite enthusiastic about uh, the Pope's uh, energy around decriminalization, but he's In the Lambeth conference this week, uh, sticking right to his, uh, quote, neutral, unquote, position, and Peter Tatchell is out there this morning uh, demonstrating against the hypocrisy of Welby and the Anglican Church for its supposed sympathy but refusal to challenge the
0: uh, gay haters around the world. Well, look, it, I mean, I make no excuses, but I mean, if it was just the Church of England, I don't think it would be a problem. But he's seen as the leader of the Anglican Communion, and that's that's where the rub comes in.
1: Well, I still think they could be a little more active, and they yes, could, make especially when
0: history. you're supposed to be dedicated to the truth.
1: Yeah, I mean, be like the Catholics; have some standards. <laughs>
0: All right. Uh, professional surfer Bethany Hamilton says she will boycott World Surf League events if trans women are allowed to compete. Uh, the WSL is adopting the standards of the International Surfing Association, maintaining a certain testosterone level for 12 months. And they say that they're just following the Olympic guidelines. But this very famous uh, surfer is uh, objective.
1: Yeah, I can't say that uh, I, I care. Uh, In Suriname, the constitutional court will not recognize a male couple who were married in Argentina. Uh, The Suriname court uh, wrongly said that they are not required to uh, legalize or recognize a same-sex marriage. But in fact, they are ignoring the order of the Inter-American Court of Human Rights that all Central and South American countries must legalize same-sex marriage. Uh, They're just defying that, so I suspect it's not the last we'll hear of that. Uh, But meanwhile, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, the governor there signed a non-discrimination order that covers sexual orientation and gender identity. That was nice.
0: In Japan, there was an aide to Prime Minister Kishida who was fired for saying We wouldn't want to live next door to LGBTQ people and that citizens would flee Japan if same-sex marriage were were allowed. So LGBTQ activists held a press conference this week demanding that the government enact non-discrimination and legalization of same-sex marriage ahead of Japan hosting the G7 summit in May.
1: Yeah, I don't picture that happening very fast. The prime minister in the past has said uh, that same legalization of same-sex marriage must be considered carefully. Some read that as a progressive attitude. Some regard that as conservative and slowing it down. Uh, but at least he didn't come out against it completely. Uh, in Hong Kong, a court uh, ruled that uh, trans people can change their official identity uh, cards and papers without... Uh, Surgery, uh, they can declare themselves and uh, and get a new gender identity uh, official designation.
0: Let's go to the fascist country of Hungary, uh, member of the European Union. Our U.S. ambassador there is out gay human rights lawyer David Pressman. There he is, uh, serving there with his husband uh, and while, two kids. But yet, yeah, yeah. while he was being confirmed, opponents floated a dinghy on the Danube outside the embassy. It it reads uh, in English, Mr. Pressman, don't colonize Hungary with your cult of death. Um, He kept a photo of it. He keeps a photo of it on the wall behind his embassy desk. Uh, Now, the pro-government TV there denounced him as a diplomatic provocation, and a guest on the show called him Madam Ambassador, so third grade. Uh, Pressman says Hungarian state media ate Russian tropes, and he confronted the government on its reliance on Putin. But all I want to talk about is culture wars there. Uh, Nevertheless, he says um, he thinks Hungary sees its future in Europe, the U.S. and the West, not Russia and China. I mean, you know, that's the thing. Hungary wants to stay in the European Union, wants the benefits, uh, but then, you know, is culturally sympathetic to the Russians.
1: Well, this is a, a strain that's common in Eastern Europe. Uh, but to, you know, we knew sending a gay ambassador into the belly of the beast in Hungary with Viktor Orban was not going to be an easy lift. I think this guy's doing great and standing up openly and proudly and confronting it. I'm proud of the United States for sending him there. But he is uh, he is suffering the predicted slings and arrows. And it's oh, not he's easy. He's standing
0: up for... What were traditionally American values, but of course the the the, the Republican Party has aligned itself with Orban. Uh,
1: yes, the <laughs> Republican <old> <laughs> Tuck. Party. Tucker Carlson did a show from over there. They held the CPAC conference there. It's uh, it's terrible. But contrarily, uh, the Ukrainian ambassador to the United States, uh, Oksana Mark- Markarova. Uh, spoke last week in very pro-LGBTQ and and intersex people uh, support uh, and the rights they deserve, uh, and did it in the name of all the LGBTQ and intersex people who have served in the military for Ukraine in their war with Russia.
0: The faster we can stop any discrimination, the faster we will win, not only on the battlefield in Ukraine, but we also will win globally. The event was organized by QUA, LGBTQ Ukrainians in America, uh, the Ukrainian Union of LGBTQ Military, and Kiev Pride. She's the first Ukrainian ambassador to speak at an LGBTQ-specific event in the United States, and of course, she was an honored guest at the State of the Union.
1: Uh, In a little more murky territory, in Malta, Uh, An ex-gay man is uh, self-described, is going around promoting conversion therapy, uh, and he is now being prosecuted for that, for that promotion of conversion therapy, because uh, conversion therapy is illegal in uh, Malta. Do we want to prosecute people for free speech?
0: I don't know. So we told you uh, we're on to AIDS news. Yes. I told you how the Tennessee governor has rejected $8 million in federal funds for HIV prevention from the CDC because a little bit of it goes to Planned Parenthood and some of that goes to trans programs. All right, so that, that was the deal. Reject all the funding. He says, oh, we'll make up the funding somehow. But Tennessee's lone Democratic Congress member is recommending that the service organizations that are essentially being defunded go directly to the CDC, go to HHS. And get the funds that way. It's going to. They, I hope they will uh, express this, uh, these payments, and make it happen. Because otherwise, you are going to have a surge in HIV infections and deaths in Tennessee.
1: Sure, uh, and I, you know, can the federal government hand out those grants directly without going through the state Department of Health? I don't know. I don't know
0: either. Uh, they ought to be able to. Well,
1: you would think so, but maybe someone will tell us. Okay. Uh, Now what's the story about anal
0: cancers? So there's a study in the Netherlands that found in recent years that gay men with HIV are less likely to get anal cancer than before. In the general population, one to two people per 100,000 get anal cancer. Among HIV positive gay men, it's been 85 out of 100,000. But since 2013, there's been a 40% drop in that rate. Why? Well, Starting antiretroviral treatment promptly helps. And uh, also quitting smoking, because that has a relationship. And that's and smoking has gone down. Um, however, uh, and cofactor is nicotine. HIV-positive women and straight men, however, um, uh, do not show the same decrease, maybe because they don't get tested for HIV regularly um, and uh, they get their diagnosis later. So they're recommending routine screening for anal cancer to catch it early through a pap smear or a biopsy. Every year, if you're HIV positive, two to three years for those HIV negative and over 50. Um,
1: but, but we're talking about HPV here as the uh, cause of these cancers. What yes, does it have to do with HIV?
0: It's, it's Well, because there has there has been an observed higher rate among HIV positive people. That's why uh, we're talking about it. Much higher rate, as I said, in the general population, one to two per hundred thousand HIV-positive gay men. Eighty-five out of a hundred thousand. So that's a concern. Okay.
1: Uh, all right. And,
0: well, Eighty million people in the United States uh, have have H- uh, uh, PV, So it's it's very common. Uh, if you if you're young, get the vaccination for it. Uh, Sure. And
1: and do get tested. Uh, I can't remember who it was uh, in the last week or two who died of uh, anal cancer, uh, HPV, uh, or was it HPV in the throat? Anyway, it's very common and you should get tested. All right. Uh, entertainment news. Uh, well, of course, the Grammys were the uh, big event this last week, this last uh, Sunday night. And they were uh, they had quite a fair amount of gay content. Uh, but the most uh, heartwarming moment was when Beyonce won an award. She won a lot of awards, but uh, this one was for uh, Best Dance and ele- or Electronic Album. Uh, And she got and this was the one that put her over the top as having won the most Grammys ever. Thirty two, I think. Yep. And she got up and thanked uh, first her her uncle Johnny, who, although she didn't say it, was a gay man who died of AIDS. And she was very, very close to him. She's talked about him before. And he was the first one she mentioned in her speech well, he
0: introduced her to house music uh, that inspired this album, Renaissance. And she okay. said, I'd like to thank the queer community for your love and inventing the genre. Yes. We appreciate credit where credit is due.
1: Well, it was surprising and uh, nice to hear her say that. It was uh, a moving moment.
0: And then the non-binary Sam Smith and trans Kim Petras won the best pop duo for Unholy. We have a shot of that. Uh, And they performed a scorching version of that mega hit, uh, which drew the ire, of course, of Ted Cruz, who called it evil. Uh, Smith wore a hat with devil horns. Cruz said it it encouraged devil worship, but where would Ted Cruz be in politics if people didn't worship devils? I, I digress. Petra said, Sam graciously wanted me to accept this award because I'm the first trans out transgender woman uh, to win it. Uh, she thanked the transgender legends who kicked down the doors so I could be here tonight. And she thanked Madonna who introduced them for fighting for LGBTQ rights. And uh, she also uh, talked about not being wanted in religion for being trans. So you want us to you know, respect your religion, but they reject us.
1: She also talked about the great uh, late trans singer Sophie, who we talked about a couple of years ago when she died in Greece at a very young age. And she talked about her supportive mom, uh, who she said really uh, her life would have been miserable if her mother had not supported her in her uh, gender identity and her work. But tell, us about,
0: tell us about the first trans person to win Grammys. Actually. Well, it, uh,
1: there may have been several, but the one that the Internet talked about immediately after this speech was Wendy Carlos. Wendy Carlos uh, was uh, is a, a trans woman uh, who did the soundtrack for Clockwork Orange. Uh, An electronic music pioneer, she won three Grammys for her Switched on Bach album in 1970 uh, in the classical category, although it was a sort of, you know, uh, electronic version of Bach. Uh, She came out as trans after she won those Grammys. So that's why uh, Kim Petrus's reference to herself as the first trans winner uh, was technically correct because uh, Wendy was not out at the time. But she was a very famous and very successful uh, composer and, uh, and three Grammys to her credit.
0: No, I'm not a music man, but I had that Clockwork Orange album that used to play it all the time in college. Uh. Uh, sadly, by the way, the transphobic Dave Chappelle won Best Comedy Album for his Netflix special, The Clo- Close Closer. Close, closer. Closer. Bringing out Randy Rainbow.
1: Yes, that was sad. But uh, Ned Roram was mentioned in the necrology, his uh, his passing. He was one of those in the In Memoriam segment. And the uh, uh, now uh, ubiquitous Brandy Carlisle, who you can't turn on a TV or have a music event without Brandy Carlisle. More on that in a moment. Uh, performed her hit broken horses as uh, for which she won best rock song and best rock performance she you know when i saw her at madison square garden she was really doing a lot that she described as rock and that is more rock oriented than the uh, more country or pop stuff she was I and mean, i miss this
0: question brandy was introduced by her wife catherine shepherd and their two children
1: Yes, they were on one of those little platforms in the middle of the audience, sort of with their back to the stage and they're looking at the camera and you know we're so thrilled to introduce our wife and mom uh, Brandy Carlisle, and then the camera shoots past them to Brandy on stage
0: and that's great because we are under assault, and the more that this gets out there in the pop culture, the the better and she's very
1: popular, and this was very early on in the show, so it had a real spotlight. Uh, also, uh, out bisexual Steve Lacey performed. So, uh, it was, between them and and uh, and uh, Sam Smith and Kim Petras, there was a lot of LGBTQ content in the show.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, our pal our pal and former colleague Nora Burns at the Gay Cable Network, we used to work together, has brought her. Um, uh, Visit to 1979, The Village, a disco musical uh, to Dixon Place through February 24th. It's a very trippy trip down memory lane for us older folks and kind of a hilarious romp for everybody. It's got sex, drugs and disco, Uh, not rock and roll. And there's
1: Nora, second from the right, sort of hiding a little in the back, the blonde.
0: And, uh. Uh, Over there on the left is uh, one of our viewers, Chuck Blasius, who plays old George in this thing. He's he's pretty pretty funny. So go to DixonPlace.org. It's a great cast. Uh, Go to DixonPlace.org for more information.
1: And I'm going to something tomorrow night at the center that's quite the event that you can't get into because it's sold out but is going to be available on video Joan Byron, Jeb, J-E-B, is a legendary photographer, uh, particularly in the community, and particularly of uh, lesbians. And in the 1970s, 80s, 90s, she was all over the place doing this. So she, at the center here in New York tomorrow night, is recreating her dyke show, which is photographs from that period, Uh, and uh, uh, photographs of lesbians over many, many years. And they're opening a show at the Leslie Lohman Gallery here on March 10th, images on which to build, and it's going to include a video of this event tomorrow night. So starting March 10th at the Leslie Lohman Gallery, you can see Jeb's, Dyke show, uh, which should be raucous. It's going to be a full house tomorrow night of uh, (laughs) lesbians happy to see pictures of themselves.
0: Well, uh, speaking of uh, gay photographers, you've got Richard Avedon at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Uh, His big blow up uh, uh, photographs, including the Andy Warhol factory people. Uh, Have you seen the show? Oh, not yet. I'm going to go this weekend.
1: I am, I've am. i been looking at pictures of it in various reviews and trying to figure out whether it includes the picture of the naked ACT UP demonstrators in the middle of 8th Avenue uh, outside, I think it was the Republican Convention one year.
0: I don't know. Well, uh, another, another George uh, Santos note, he told potential donors in 2021 that he had been a producer of Broadway's Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, an odd choice since it lost 60 million dollars but Santos, of course, had nothing to do with
1: it. Well, speaking of Broadway, uh, Justin David Sullivan has dis uh, uh, made themselves ineligible for the Tonys uh, because they are non-binary and they object to the fact that the uh, Tony award categories are gendered as male or female. Uh, they play a non-binary character in *Anne Juliet, uh, and uh, they've, uh, they've gotten great reviews. Uh, the Tonys say they are working thoughtfully to discuss change. Okay. I don't know. I My objection to, I, I don't know how best to do these categories uh, because they were set up to make sure that women got awards and not just men. Uh, but when you put everybody in one category together, first you risk, uh, imbalances, but do you then give out half the awards if you have one category instead of two? do you need three? do you need ten? do you do what do you do? I don't
0: they're know just, they're just trade shows
1: they are uh, and I guess not a trade show, but uh, in California, Portia de Rossi surprised I assume it was actually a surprise. Uh, Ellen, her wife of, uh, I don't know, what now? They've been married a dozen years with a surprise vow renewal. That is uh, Chris Jenner performing the ceremony. Uh, Brandy Carlisle was there singing. <laughs> and the guests included, you ready for this? Harry and Megan were at the Ellen and Portia vow renewal. Gwyneth Paltrow, Jennifer Aniston, Carol Burnett, Courtney Cox, Katy Perry, and that's only a partial
0: list. Now, William and Kate are gonna to have to go to a same-sex wedding. <laughs> All right, I saw two exhibits at the Guggenheim Museum uh, that I wanna recommend in New York. The first is from Nick Cave, who oh, I didn't know. Uh, he's, he's an installation artist that's called, called For Other More, which is a new word that reflects his lifelong commitment to creating space for those who feel marginalized especially working class communities and LGBTQ people of color. Uh, He's interrogating the promises fulfilled or broken that the late 20th and early 21st centuries offered to the other. Now, that's through April 10th. Well, I was
1: curious when I saw this because it looks quite intriguing. Uh, He's a black gay artist uh, and uh, all of that sort of shines through this work. Did you like the work? Uh, yes,
0: it's it's it, you know, and it's 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 on three floors, so it's it's different wow. kinds of things, you know. It's, it, but the main Guggenheim is that spiral thing, and that's yes. all Alex Katz. It's called Gathering. Uh, he's still alive. Uh, it's only, but this is only until February twentieth. Um, it's both really terrific and replete with gay subjects, including poet John Ashbery, born in nineteen twenty-seven, like Katz and his partner and later husband David. Uh, Kermani. Um, another one of uh, Scott and John, uh, the realist painter John B- Bolton, and artist, uh, excuse me, critic Scott Burton, uh, 1966. And then a 2017 portrait of choreographer Bill T. Jones. But it's a, it's a wonderful show, and I think you will enjoy it.
1: Well, uh, anything else? Oh, I'm
0: done. Can we go go home now? We've got two minutes.
1: Almost. I I just want to say again how, uh, you know, I I was out last night. I came home having recorded the State of the Union and not looking forward to watching it and figuring it was a chore and maybe I could find ways to fast forward through it, even though then I would miss whatever he was saying. Uh, And I was shocked at uh, what a great production I thought it was. I was thinking... They were going to need to use video like the January 6th uh, committee to uh, dress it up. But uh, Joe Biden was all personality and all ready to go against the uh, haters. And it was really a great performance.
0: So you want him to run next next year? I'm not
1: making that choice yet. I don't know what the alternatives are or what uh,
0: the Republicans oh, what the actuarial outlook is. Who knows? Who knows? Know. Uh, but it, was a great, it was a great speech, and, and we, that's what we need. We need fight back.
1: We do, absolutely. But intelligent fight back, and that, I think, is exactly what he showed. And that's what we year. urge
0: you all to do around the country against these 272, 6, whatever they are, anti-LGBTQ bills. You've got to fight them. And even if you have no chance of winning, have a protest and show that, this is not acceptable. And you'll find out that you have allies and you have people who will stand with you. And that'll make you feel better. And
1: these fights sometimes take a while. So you got to start somewhere. Uh, next week and the following week, the lovely Marin Johns will be sitting in for me. Thank we'll you, miss you yeah. Uh I will, I'd say I'd miss you, but that would probably not be true.
0: <laughs> I'll be back. Bye-bye.